on this episode of Kite Flying with Mandy and Jenny. And I think that life is about just having epiphanies one after the other. Yeah. I mean, I had a profound kind of spiritual awakening when I was 22. Um, I got a new pair of glasses. I saw everything differently and my whole world mm. changed. And it was, and then from that, it, I watched an episode of Star Trek. It was <laughs> whether or not Edith Keeler lived or died, changed the fate of the planet. And uh-huh. it, was, it was before I was in recovery and I was like, wow, man, I want it to matter whether I live or die. I could change the fate <laughs> of the world. And then, and then something happened something shifted inside of me and mm-hmm. it was like I was more awake it was like I was more alive and then it was like mm-hmm. from that from that moment to this moment I knew that it mattered whether I turn right or left can change the destiny of everything you are listening to kite flying with Mandy and Jenny just two Gen X bookends trying to stay relevant in a world full of boomers and millennials. Today we have a special interview guest, Kathy Dean, founder and lead consultant with The Grid for Humanity. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Mandy. <laughs> excited to be here today. Well, very good. I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to talk about The Grid. So can you just give us a short rundown of what is the Grid for Humanity? The Grid for Humanity is really my life's work. Um, I see, um, I've been in, I've been in recovery since I was 22 and Mm -hmm. uh, that's been 37 years. Mm -hmm. And so over all that time, I've seen a lot of people maybe falling through the cracks or not getting it. And as a matter of fact, even in the middle of whenever I was at the height of maybe 25 years, somebody came along and kind of showed me this kind of magical formula and it really registered with me. And Mm -hmm. uh, I ended up writing two books. I wrote um, The Grid for Alcoholism and Addiction because that's Uh kind of like my specialty. Mm -hmm. But then I saw that humanity itself needed um, kind of a user manual. Fits right, yeah. back, fits right in your back pocket. And, and we love the back pocket. That's right. <laughs> Notepads. <laughs> so the back pocket book. So um, I guess what I was thinking is it started It started with addiction, correct? It did start with uh, Alcohol and drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of, I've been pondering the grid for humanity for people who aren't addicted to drugs and alcohol, what do you think they are addicted to? Like what, what is it that makes it a good crossover? The good crossover would be that a lot of times people have a thinking problem. They Mm -hmm. might not have a drinking problem, but they can Uh have a thinking problem. Like it. (laughs) Yeah. And so a lot of times, so say that you have a problem and and maybe you've even done this where Mm -hmm. you're just worried about something, you have a problem. So then you go to bed at night. And mm-hmm. then you wake up and then you have this grace wash over you and you're fine. But then uh-huh. all of a sudden you start thinking, wow, wasn't I worried about something? And uh-huh. then you stir it back up and then you're off and running again inside your mind. Uh-huh. And our minds can really just take us. I mean, it can it can mess up relationships, communication and with family, friends, everybody. Right. Right. So um, so I guess the addiction would be to not 
so much to worrying, but to overthinking. Overthinking, uh -huh. definitely. Okay. I mean, especially with, you know, everybody texting. I don't know if you've ever done that. Oh, I've heard you on your podcast. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> where, where you're just typing a regular text. Uh -huh. and, then, and then she's saying, Jenny's saying, wow, you said it like this. Yes. I've, I've done that before. And then again, that's where your thinking comes in. And it's like our skills of how that you and I were when we were growing up, maybe, I don't know, we're mm -hmm. different. We're, you know, you're a bookend of something and I'm a bookend <laughs> of something else. <laughs> I almost made your You podcast, almost made I, the yeah, Gen X. I, I, I feel like you should be an honorary member of Gen um, X, honestly. Like yeah. you fit in very well. <laughs> but um, the, the, the crazy thing is, is that back when, back in the day, it would be like, you just say, Hey man, you want to be friends? And now there's all this swiping this way and mm -hmm. doing this and all that. So those skills are lost. And mm -hmm. I feel like I have, I also have like a one page solution. Mm -hmm. So if people are stuck, it's like family members or, or if you need to resolve conflict, conflict resolution, it's very mm -hmm. good because people need to get on the same page because um, typically it all stems from it's their fault or it's their fault. Right. And it's like, if we could look inward and be from a grounded perspective, instead of reacting, right. there's a lot of people that are reactionary. I'm reactionary. I've, I've been like reactionary at times. And then this kind of walks you back into balance again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm reactionary. I would say I need a lot of time to process everything. So do you stuff things? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, I think I'm laid back enough that I stuff them and then I forget about them and they're gone. Oh, like your mom? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I just said because I met your mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kathy and I know each other pretty well, I would say. And she knows my family pretty well, including Jenny. Um, so, yeah, I would say, but I did, I did the one page solution. Yes. Um, and I think like I said, I needed to think about it for days afterwards. So I'm like the whole processing of the one page, like it's only an, what an hour appointment to yes. do the one page solution. It's so easy to just get in there and get it done. But the amount of thought that needs to go into it afterwards, I feel for me at least, and I don't know, are most of the other people who do it, do they have the same thing like where they're processing what what you've covered like over a couple days yeah absolutely i mm -hmm. mean it i mean it can rock your world because yeah. if you think that everything is your problem and then all of a sudden it gives you the the capacity to look at yourself mm -hmm. and it's, it's sometimes it's like the last thing people do mm -hmm. you know you can people finally sometimes get the gift of desperation mm -hmm. and then they're willing to go at any lengths to figure something out mm -hmm. but unless you have that gift of desperation or if you're just super curious or something's coming up, then mm -hmm. people just have these, you can just walk through these kind of patterns in life where you just go through life and you do it the same way because you're getting the same results and you're doing that. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes you end up coming across up, up against a wall and you need to have something different, some new information coming in so that you can break away from old patterns. And this is a very simple way to do that. Right. I think one of my biggest takeaways from it is I thought that I was angry about something, but it turns out I wasn't angry about it. I was jealous, which like, it seems like those two things wouldn't go together, but like, and it was just such a weight lifted off me. Cause I'm like, I'm not even angry. I'm jealous. And there's nothing to be jealous of. And bam, 
it's squashed. Like it was so boom, boom, boom. Well, that's awesome. (laughs) So I think that, I think that is like, we, we don't lie to ourselves. Maybe we do lie to ourselves. Do you think people lie to themselves? I I love the line out of the movie from American beauty where Mm -hmm. that kid says, never underestimate the power of denial. Yeah. And, 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 and the interesting thing about denial is I always, I always equate it to a blanket. And so then people have like a blanket of denial on and it serves a purpose. It's there to protect you and, and it, and it works. Mm -hmm. And so then what happens is, is sometimes then it quits working and then say that you have a therapist or somebody and they're, they're trying to pull your blanket of denial off. And if Mm -hmm. they're trying to pull it off and you're like, Oh no, that's not, that's not cool. And you hang on to it tighter. But if, if you're surrounding yourself by somebody that's loving and kind, Mm -hmm. and then you feel safe, Mm -hmm. then the warmth of the love, not a hug, but the Mm -hmm. warmth of the love, (laughs) but the the warmth of love, then the blanket will just naturally fall away. And then you Uh can see yourself. And I think, I believe that that's why it's easy to do a one page solution because somebody's becoming an expert in their own recovery. It's like you, I didn't tell you anything. I just, I just pointed at the tools Mm -hmm. and I said, how about this? How about this? And then you pick them up yourself. Right. Yeah. I, I just had a little mind's image of like, uh, someone like stuck under the covers on their bed and like you say something and then like peek their eyes out and then they go away and then you're like offering them hot chocolate or something. That's how my mind works. You're offering them hot chocolate and they, you know, put the, you know, cover back a little bit more. Yeah. I, I totally can see what you mean with that metaphor because it is like, you gently coax people out of from under their blankets. Yeah, and and create a safe place. Right. Because I think that that why it works so well with what I do is mm-hmm. because of the work that I've done, and and I and I freely talk about my foibles and mm-hmm. anything that I've gone through. It's like I did that, I did that. So then it does create a safe place. Yeah. And that's that's what kind of recovery is about. And the beautiful thing about it is is it works so well. But I remember when I first got in recovery, it was like, I didn't want to go to that group and I didn't want to go to that group, you know, but mm-hmm. I went to this one group where they were saying like, like the first group I ever went to was Alan. I was like, oh, you can go someplace and say that somebody else has a problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, that's the group for me. Yeah. That's not what it is, but that's what yeah. I thought it was. Yeah. And so then the grid for humanity, mm-hmm. not the grid for alcoholism addiction, but the grid for humanity mm-hmm. is, is almost the same, but it really, it just empowers you. And in a couple of hours, you mm-hmm. have a foundation. And I like to say that it, um, that you almost installing new software, you're, Ooh, right? I so like you're, that. you're running, you're running a program in the background and it's almost like having a virus or I don't, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. is that the right thing where your computer's glitched up? Sometimes yeah. there's something. Underneath. There's a little virus or a What's that pirated ask? software. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Pop-ups. Pop-ups. There's pop-ups in the <laughs> yes. back. And it's like, you could be sitting there having a normal day uh-huh. and then you could snap at somebody. You're like, where did that come? That was a pop-up. Yeah. <laughs> so what you have to have is like a, uh-huh. you have to have a solution. And right. to me, that they, every single thing that I do, it's for people that have immediate gratification, mm-hmm. you know? So if somebody has immediate gratification, you need something that works right now. Mm-hmm. And that's what the one page solution is. Yes. You might have to think about it and it's not right. something that you do once and never do again, but it's something right. that you, um, it's exciting. It's mm-hmm. exciting to be able to have insight and clarity. And then 
also have a solution to walk into. Okay, we are back. <laughs> All right, now, so we've talked about the one page solution, which is something I've done. Now the next step we're gonna talk about is something I haven't done. So I need to hear more about it. What do you do after you've done the one page solution, if you want to? Right. Um, typically, if somebody does the one page solution and and they get a lot out of it and it really resonates with them, then many times we follow it up with just booking a grid session. And that's the actual books. And I do it the same way every time. And so we literally come in and we sit down and and we we read it together. We go through it together and the insights just come forth. I mean, it's it. I, you know, mm -hmm. you know, for a fact that for, I've been doing this for 12 years. And when people say, Hey, what do you do for a living? Uh -huh. <laughs> it's, it's very difficult for me to articulate because it's an experience that you have right. to go through. Right. It's like, I can talk about the, like the wonderful epiphanies everybody has and all uh -huh. this, but until that you actually do it, sometimes it, I believe that it sounds too good to be true. Uh huh. Well, I kind of, I feel, and nothing against, therapy or going to therapy or having a therapist, but I feel like, um, this is kind of like, it's kind of what I wish therapy would be because it's more like, let's just, let me tell you my problems and more like, okay, I, I understand your problems. Like you could probably have someone tell you their problems for five minutes or whatever. Now let's sort those out. And I feel like, um, that's something that's useful for me because I don't know that I have a ton of trauma or anything, but it is a, a matter of sorting out those emotions, sorting out those situations. Am I coming close here? Yeah. I, I, I think that it's really important to that, whatever anybody does, mm -hmm. that it's, that it's this and like mm -hmm. this and yoga, this and therapy, this and, oh. I mean, it's like, I think it's very important to be able to, to be all inclusive of everything uh -huh. because at any given time, this might resonate and then this might resonate with somebody else. And we just need to open ourselves up. And I think that we need to all come together uh -huh. because I was on the, I was on the Cedric County board of mental health. I worked at the, I've done work at the air force base. Mm -hmm. I've, worked at the treatment centers. I've worked in the prisons. Mm -hmm. And so I've actually had therapists that after that they do everything they do with their therapy. Mm -hmm. And then somebody might've been suffering from alcoholism and he just threw his hands up. He's like, you just need to call Kathy Dean. Uh -huh. And so that's nice. And so I would like to do the same. And I was working with somebody and the other day, and it was like, I, I, I got to the end of everything I could do. And it was like, I think that there was some more delicate things that needed to be discussed. And, mm -hmm. and it's like, so I said, yeah, great, go do that. So I do want to say that. I, mean, uh -huh. I, I think that, I think when I was a wild card in the very beginning, I was uh -huh. like, oh, I can help the whole world. That's <laughs> the funny thing was, was that uh -huh. I think that by saying that sometimes some of my best allies, they were like, oh, and it's like, I, I just want to be more all inclusive. Does that make sense? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but I hear what you're, I hear what you're saying uh -huh. because um, to me, uh -huh. let me put it in a way that I can think about. So you have a couple. Uh -huh. So then say that they go to the therapist and then she complains about him and then he complains about her and then they leave. 
and then they come back the next week and then he complains about her Mm -hmm. and so this the one page solution is like so then if you were doing the one page solution say it was your husband too so Uh it's like you do your one page solution and then you and of yourself you get grounded in what's going on inside of you Mm -hmm. and then he gets grounded in what's going on inside of him and then then any issues that come up between you then let's talk about those yes yes exactly breaks it down i had to do my clarifying thing because you know, i wanted i i want to jump on board with that I'm like oh wait i've done that before and it doesn't work uh, it's like i think everybody's important yeah i think that that is exactly what i'm talking about like i feel like i mean i haven't been to a marriage counselor but that's pretty much like what it would be like, this is, he, I'm complaining about this. He's complaining about this. And, um, there's kind of no way to complain about the other person once you do it because you're just really complaining about yourself. Exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Let's, let's bring this. I, I don't know. I know that you listen to the podcast, so I know that you know how much I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> Have you heard her new song? What is it? It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. (laughs) I hear that song and I think about like the grid and it really is me. (laughs) I mean, I'm, there are, there are people out there who have like serious issues. Um, but how, how much would you say our problems are of our own making or of our, not even our own making of our own, uh, not consideration. I can't think of what word I'm. Well, I mean, I think that when you, when you back up, so say mm-hmm. that you're, you're too close to the picture, you can't really see what's going on. Right. And so then you need to, 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 what do you call that when you, uh, zoom out, zoom out, <laughs> you need to zoom out so that you can have some space. And there's a lot of times I was actually at a meeting the other night and we were talking about choices. Uh-huh. And and sometimes when we're painted into really painful situations, we don't think that we have a choice. Mm-hmm. And there are choices, mm-hmm. and we do have choices. We might not like the choices. That's yeah. no that's no choice, but it is a choice. Right. And so then you then when you learn that every single choice that you made brought you to this moment in time, mm-hmm. then it's like, and then who wants to take responsibility for that? Sometimes people don't, or they right. don't realize that they can. Right. Yeah. I. Like if I tell you that like you're trying to make a decision and you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, do you think there are actually easy escape routes? You just don't see them. Right. I mean, I think that there's a, cause in the very beginning when I felt like I was completely stuck, mm-hmm. I would think that there was this option or that option, but mm-hmm. then somebody taught me that there's, option a option b option c option d i mean it just keeps going and it was like i never thought of that and to Mm -hmm. me that's almost like a spiritual awakening when when somebody's like well i never thought about it like that Mm -hmm. then that's when you have this epiphany and it's like everything can change yeah yeah i would agree with that like you're we're all you know, the poem you're in a woods and the path diverges two ways and you took the one less traveled. I'm of the opinion that we're all in the woods and there are no paths. (laughs) And so like you can kind of see, Oh, well, it looks like there's some water over there. So I'm going to go that way. But 
as far as following paths, I don't know that there is one. And I, but I feel like we all, we often feel like that is true. Like we're supposed to be following a path. Even if we're following the path less traveled, we're still supposed to be on a path. Yeah. It's, it's funny. You said that. I used to, I used to see, I, I believe that I change and evolve over time. Cause mm-hmm. I used to say, I'd say this all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of paths to the top of the mountain, but the views the same. Uh-huh. I'd say that all the time. And uh-huh. I was like, now that I've done the grid, I'm like, there's a lot of paths to the top of the mountain. And then you're at the top of the mountain and the views are all different. Because yeah. you're at the top of the mountain, they're different. <laughs> exactly. You literally have 180 <laughs> degrees yeah. of views. Everybody's going to have a different perspective. And that's right. the crux of the grid. The crux mm-hmm. of the grid is, is that you have your perspective and I have mine. Mm-hmm. We could be looking at the same thing, only seeing it differently. Right. I. Mm. We have time. Oh, okay. It's 8.56. Oh, I was just... that's okay. <laughs> um, oh, I was thinking about this. Yeah. Like I've been thinking about this whole interview. So I thought of a perfect example, which I haven't really thought of in a long time. Um, when I was in seventh grade. Oh, I'm going to love this. When I was in seventh grade, for some reason, crackers? I just, <laughs> no, not the crackers. <laughs> <laughs> crackers was high school, oh. unfortunately. <laughs> No, seventh grade, I somehow figured out how to flirt or something. I don't, I don't know, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I consider myself very awkward and I don't think that that's actually help other people see me anyway, to make a long story short. So for some reason, boys would ask me to go with them when I was in seventh grade for some reason. Um, and you know what I mean? Go with like, oh, you're steady. dating. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you're not dating because you're in seventh grade, but whatever that is where your boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. And I remember I always felt so uncomfortable when someone would be like, oh, do you want to go out with me? And I would like the person. I enjoyed speaking with them, like whatever. I would love it for them to be my boyfriend. But for some reason, I felt so awkward that I would be like, go where? And then I would act like I was dumb. Like I didn't know what they were talking about. And I did this at least three times that I can remember. It's the, the pop-up thing <laughs> yeah, exactly. in the back of your computer, the pop-up ads. So yeah, now like 30 years later, I'm thinking those boys probably felt like I was rejecting them. I totally wasn't rejecting them. I was just a weird seventh grader. Yeah. And so like, that's kind of what you're talking about. Like somebody could be mean to you or whatever, but they probably, it has nothing to do with you, I guess. Right. It's some, some problem with themselves. And so I don't know, like not necessarily don't worry about it, but you always have to consider that other side. I think that the most important thing that is the takeaway from doing either the one page is that there are solutions and there are options. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing. Cause people, people are filled with anxiety. You think that mm-hmm. you don't have a choice with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a quick story. It was mm-hmm. whenever the kid's dad was at sea and I don't know, you know, just yelling, just uh-huh. yelling it around the house or whatever, uh-huh. yelling here, yelling there. And then I remember Dr. Phil came on and his big old face was on the TV and he said, you change who your kids are if you yell at them. <laughs> and I remember being so convicted and so uh-huh. I'm like, whoa. And so then Joyce Myers was on 
whatever. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I She's do. Like, yeah. So yeah. she was on and she said, I, you know, you don't think you have a choice with this. She says, but I'll tell you, cause she was kind of like me where she just telling herself. So she's yelling at her kids. Uh -huh. And then her, um, the minister from her church came to the door and then uh -huh. all of a sudden she was like, well, hello minister. How are you? <laughs> and she says in that moment, I knew that I had a choice. Yeah. So we don't think we have a choice. It's like, mm -hmm. even, even with, there's many different things that we don't think we have a choice. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's that little bit of sky, you know, there's all these clouds, but if you can just see a little bit of the sunlight or just anything, yeah. it's like, if you can't do it yourself, then you definitely need to get help. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest thing. It's mm -hmm. like, you don't have to do this alone. Mm -hmm. There is help. There's groups, there's people reach out. It's like, I, I had a, I had somebody I care about very much and uh, they went on the, the college, the, the Ivy league colleges. And then mm -hmm. she watched lecture after lecture on psychology or whatever. And she, she, she kept listening to it and it kind of helped heal her mm -hmm. because she was educating herself about herself. Yeah. But it's like anything that you can do, but you do not have to be alone. And if you feel sad or suicidal, you needed to call and ask for help. Mm -hmm. And there's a, there's a beautiful, yeah, there's some, there's some beautiful options that you can, watch just whatever it takes to get inspired that's what's the most important yeah. thing because there's too many people that are like i said the whole reason i do this because people fall through the cracks mm -hmm. and it's like you can do everything possible and it's like it's just so sad and and if somebody's in that state of mind they don't even realize the hundreds and hundreds of people that love and care about them yeah definitely okay let's take a break <music> Okay. So, um, I just wanted to follow up on the Dr. Phil thing, the yelling at kids. I'm wondering, cause we've talked about, um, just doing it for addiction, doing it for yourself, doing it as part of a marriage relationship. I know when I did the grid, it was a lot about myself and my daughter's relationship. So like the whole not yelling at your kids and having that choice, like, do you have a lot of people come to you with issues with their children? I guess is what I'm. Yes. I've actually done the one page solution with kids. And oftentimes the kids are pretty hip. Oh, really? Yeah. And they're, uh -huh. they're like, they're like going through the grid and then they're taking responsibility for their part. And then mm -hmm. they look over across their parents and their parents sometimes, <laughs> sometimes might be squirming a little bit because, uh -huh. cause it's, I mean, it kind of levels the playing field a little bit so that we can all take a look at ourselves. Right. Right. I think it's, it's a rather new thing. The idea that parents need to apologize to their children. Right. And I think probably 20 years ago when I was raising my first set of kids, I probably, I don't know if somebody said, oh, well, you need to apologize to your children. I'd be like, apologize for what? I, you know, brought them to life. that. <laughs> But now I'm like, the second I do anything wrong, I'm like, oh my God, I need to apologize to my daughter for that and like use, make it very clear. <laughs> I use like the, the, the sci-fi. I'm like, I have to correct the timeline. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I want to correct the timeline. That kind of is what it, yeah. like. There's a disruption in the force field. We need to correct the timeline. Yes. And it is like you're setting an example because I've always felt like as parents, you need to set an example. So yeah, that would be very interesting to have. So you would, you would do a parent and a child in the same yeah, session. I, I did that a couple uh -huh. of times and then, and then, and then I 
stopped uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> because I did, I mean, it's, you know, it's important for everybody to feel comfortable and uh-huh. safe. And uh-huh. so, so yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like if you had some insights come to you mm-hmm. and then they had some insights that come to them. And so mm-hmm. we've done it always. We've done it with whole families. We've done it, um, as, um, retreat. We've mm-hmm. done it, you know, it, it's wonderful. Lunch and learns. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to do the grid as a workshop or a retreat. I've said this, she's smiling. She knows I've asked this like a bunch of times. I love to hear about other people's problems <laughs> and then associate them with mine and then like work on it as a group. I don't know what is wrong with me that I enjoy that so much. Um, that's basically the whole recovery community, just so you know. I mean, it's like basically people come together, uh-huh. and I believe that a problem shared is halved and a joy shared is multiplied. Ooh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal. So then that way you're not alone anymore. Just like I, when I did refer to the story about Joyce Myers, what mm-hmm. I was meaning to say, I don't know if I left that part out, but mm-hmm. I was watching Dr. Phil, and I didn't feel like I had a choice. I mm-hmm. mean, I just felt like... He was gone to sea and I'm working away and I have these kids 24 seven. I was going crazy and yeah. like yelling. But then when she told that story on the radio about that, the minister came, then mm-hmm. she knew she had a choice. Right. And it was like, at that point, I, I thought if she had a choice, then maybe I have a choice. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what the, that's what the big epiphany was. And I think that life is about just having epiphanies one after the other. Yeah. I mean, I had a profound kind of spiritual awakening when I was 22, um, I got a new pair of glasses. I saw everything differently and my whole world mm. changed. And, and it was, and then from that, it, I watched an episode of Star Trek. I got to uh-huh. about that. Have you ever told you that? <laughs> no, no. So Do tell. <laughs> it was whether or not Edith Keeler lived or died, changed the fate of the planet. And uh-huh. it, was, it was before I was in recovery and I was like, wow, man, I want it to matter whether I live or die. I could change the fate <laughs> of the world. And then, and then something happened and mm-hmm. it was like something shifted inside of me and mm-hmm. it was like, I was more awake. It was like, I was more alive. And then it was like, mm-hmm. from that, from that moment to this moment, I knew that it mattered whether I turn right or left can change the destiny of everything. Uh huh. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. So there's a little bit more to it. I mean, uh-huh. I ended up going to Kansas City. And uh-huh. I was looking for a four-leaf clover, and then I found one, and I thought I need to tell the Pope. I mean, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I need to hear that story sometimes. <laughs> Could tell the Pope, huh? Yeah, and I, I wasn't even Catholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I So I don't know. I guess I feel the opposite. I feel like I can uh, – because my life won't change the – direction of the earth what did you say won't won't change the world because it won't change the world that i can do whatever i want yeah but it does i mean you know i did an interview on the Uh the radio it was Mm -hmm. on sunday morning and somebody and i was doing the grid for humanity sessions Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and somebody out there listening it was actually somebody's mother was listening Uh and their son he was he was a high-powered navy and then he um he had been to one of the top treatment centers in the, in the world mm-hmm. and he couldn't get it. And then he came, she, she suggested he come to the grid for humanity meeting and he came mm-hmm. and then he got sober and that was all from getting interviewed on the radio. So you really? think that you're not changing the world, but oh, somebody no. out there. Pressure, pressure. pressure. <laughs> you're just being you. Yeah. I'm just being me. Yeah. No. That's the beauty of it. Well, and 
the just oming here yeah <laughs> wait wait did you just use our newest catchphrase or our newest word yeah. very nice good job uh yeah i i i can see what you mean and also i do believe like it's possible that something you do can change the world I mean, it's not even can. And you it does. don't. Oh, does. Okay, it, it does, does. It does. <laughs> Everything I, every choice I make changes the world. Well, I'm just I'm on, <laughs> on a quantum spectrum. Like, yes. It's like whether you turn right or left, it just it, is. It kind of does track because the main thing. Let me back the, down a little bit. <laughs> the, the main like worry about time travel. Yeah, I'm getting to time travel. <laughs> If you listen to my podcast, you know how this works. <laughs> so the main issue that people have with time travel is that you would go back in time and mess up the timeline, timeline <laughs> which we already talked about. So you're right. Everything you do, every choice you make does change the world. Um, well, did you ever see the movie It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah, with yeah. Jimmy Stewart? I don't know that I've ever like sat down and watched it from beginning to end, but oh, yes, it's, it's 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 almost a, it's the same concept. So mm -hmm. it's like he goes through, then he gets upset, and actually it's funny because that's why I wrote the grid the way that I did because mm -hmm. it's in the perspective that you're helping somebody else. So when you're reading the grid, mm. it's a, it's actually a field manual. So say that you're say that somebody's desperate. Mm -hmm. I wrote it such to where you can like kind of upload the software then by just reading through it. I mean, of course I'm I'm the expert at it. Uh -huh. but it's like it's written such to where it can help people because it's designed that way. Yeah. But in the movie It's a Wonderful Life, Jimmy Stewart had a really um tough time he lost some money and he was mm -hmm. gonna jump in and end it all because his mm -hmm. life insurance policy he was worth more dead than alive oh yeah okay and then clarence jumped in he couldn't figure out how to save him so his guardian angel jumped in the water and forced jimmy Stewart to save him which saved him oh. so jimmy stewart right that's it interesting so, so then if you, so then that's why they say you teach best what you most need to learn. That's Richard mm -hmm. Bach. So it's like if you're helping somebody else, then it helps you. Yes, I would definitely agree with that. Right. So that's why, yeah, it brings the world together because mm -hmm. humanity, we're working all together. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that's the grid for humanity. Yes. Oh. And humanity <laughs> is so that you don't have, to have anything wrong. You can just have this new tool, mm -hmm. which is enticing because who wants Okay. Okay, let's figure out recovery. Okay, do you want to go to the CA? No, I don't use cocaine. Do you want to go to uh, GA, Gamblers and No. Well, do you want to go to the Grid for Humanity? It's it's nice. It's yeah. Like, hey, let's go. Let's go learn something. Yeah. And, and I, I, it it's a like, nice approach. It kind of deals with the symptoms of not the symptoms, the and not the cause, like the. You're taking care of, like, you're fertilizing the soil as opposed to just trying to grow a plant. In, that's that's exactly right. I mean, yeah. it's like if you're if you're stuck and mm -hmm. you're and you're and you come up against a wall and it's like your best thinking got you there. Mm -hmm. It's like sometimes you need to have new input come in. And, yeah. And and it doesn't get much better than that. It's like in a in a couple of hours, you can have a couple hour session, and uh, 
there's results for your efforts by the end of the first session. Yes, absolutely. And even with the one page solution. Yeah. I mean, that's all you've done at this point. Yeah. And it's that, been a life changer. Yes, exactly. And once you start having workshops, I'm going to start going to those. <laughs> you see what I'm pushing for here? I should do like a, a sign up form on our website. Please sign up for a workshop so that Mandy can attend a workshop. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. It is. Um, it's simple solutions for complicated problems, right? Because people want complicated problems because it's so lofty. It's like, oh, my problems are too hard, but you'd mm -hmm. be surprised. You I give somebody agree. something simple and then, and then all of a sudden you have a one page solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. no, I totally agree with you. Like the whole, like chemistry is so hard, but water is just H2O, you know? Right. I mean, you can write H2O it's two hydrogens, one oxygen. Chemistry is not that difficult if you know it. Right. Wow, look, you just taught me something. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I could speak in metaphors like at all times. Oh, <laughs> it's that just... should be a whole podcast, you and Jenny. Yeah, speaking in metaphors, see the if you can podcast, get it. do it. Hey Flyers, I hope you're enjoying this episode. Have you been to our website lately, kiteflyingpodcast.com? You can find links to some cool kite flying merch that Mandy has set up on Amazon. And you can also purchase a Gen Excellent Hot Cold Tumbler. You can get a 10% discount when you put in code GENX, G-E-N-X. And while you're on the website, you could go ahead and sign up for a subscription where you can have access to some really cool bonus content. All right, we are going to wrap this up today. This is Mandy from Kite Flying with Jenny and Mandy. And I'm here with Kathy Dean, founder and lead consultant with the Grid for Humanity. Um, there are a couple ways to get in touch with you. Um, you've got the gridforhumanity.com and then on Facebook and Instagram, it's also the grid for humanity. And I understand you're interested in giving away a couple free books. Sure. If anybody is listening to the podcast right now, you can just message me. You could either message me on the, the grid for humanity website because mm -hmm. there's a place to to connect there or you can go to my facebook page the grid for humanity and message me and the first couple people will mm -hmm. will mail you a book yes so make sure like contact get in contact say you heard uh this podcast and then say can i have a free book please <laughs> <laughs> and i think you've done this before as long as uh what did you say three people Sure. We'll get the first three people who do that will get a free copy of the grid for humanity. Um, and she can mail that to you. Or if you're in town, you can pick it up from the hive. Yeah. The other great thing is, is that uh -huh. if you've heard any of this and you think any of this will help, I can even do, um, zoom sessions. I've mm -hmm. done, I've done, uh, I've done the grid, um, the grid workshops mm -hmm. like on I've done up to 26 at a time. Wow. Then somebody I got on the in crowd and uh -huh. I even did something in LA and there's like a lot of movie stars Ooh. there. I didn't like recognize them. That, <laughs> they weren't that much of the stars. But... I, no, they were, but I'm, uh, what am I? 
I'm not the bookend. Face blind? Oh. I'm not the bookend, but I'm before you. The. A boomer. Cusp. The boomer. Am I a boomer? <laughs> I think you are a boomer. Oh, if you're, if you're not a Gen X, I'm going to, I'm going to hereby W a Gen Xer because you're definitely not a boomer. Well, anyway, they were, <laughs> the, the movie stars were younger than me. That was my uh -huh. point. Oh, but okay. They, they so you were, didn't recognize They were them. fancy, fancy. Oh. And we all did the grid. We had, uh -huh. about, we had about 15. So it's like. That's the that's what I was also thinking about uh -huh. is if people wanted to gather people all together. I've done families. Mm -hmm. I did a whole entire um, tribe of families. They, mm -hmm. they pulled them all together and we did the grid. Very awesome. Made for some pretty interesting holiday discussions after that. Uh huh. And businesses do businesses have you ever come in and yes, do I've actually. Um, I did a lawyer's office and he had me do the grid. He was so impressed with the grid. He wanted his whole staff to go through it. Uh -huh. so we, we, there was a, a team of 10 people and we all did the grid, not the one page solution, mind you. Right. It was the, the actual grid. grid, the whole grid. Yeah. I can see that would be so helpful in business because you're, you're like, you have a relationship with these people and they're not your family and they're not your friends. And it's very hard to communicate. It almost eliminates, you know, how like somebody might be like, uh -huh. it almost eliminates that because if you're on the page where you're taking responsibility for yourself, mm -hmm. you know, you can't say, oh, look, because if you spot it, you got it. You yeah. Know? It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, I resemble that remark. Yes. But the good news about it is, is that when you see glorious things in people, they're artistic, they're beautiful, they're poetic, they're all mm -hmm. that. And you can see that that's in you too, because to me, the whole entire thing that we're doing is welcome to humanity. Mm -hmm. We're on earth right now and we're taking the curriculum to be a human. And so here we are. Yes. And you might as well have the latest and greatest software updated so that you can. Yes. The curriculum to be a human. I love it. Okay, so everyone, um, check out thegridforhumanity.com. Check out, check it out on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to book a session, or if you'd like to book a workshop, or like even a business workshop, uh, just get in contact with Kathy, and she'll be happy to help, and you will not regret it. Thank you for being here today, Kathy. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs>